0: Information is free. There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, 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 oh my God. That's hot. But mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, welcome to this week's Criticast. The name is Larry, and yet another week. Oh, this one was as action-packed. Oh, oh, okay. This was an action-packed as a strip club, you know. It just, it just had all the stuff that was happening. I'm going to talk about, uh, you know, first news that happened this week. And I'm going to talk about the Cecil the Lion situation. And I'm going to end it with uh, dating outside of your league. I'm just going to have a, a quick number of words in that and see what happens. First of all, the first big story this week was, um, you know, the, the, the court uh, the court, the Supreme Court, came up with another special ruling, which just says employees were not longer entitled to our uh, benefits. Yeah, so you know the benefits, the gift, allowances and so forth. There was a case in which the NRZ say that it, it really was only obliged to pay basic salaries, and that's what it negotiated on. Allowances and so forth, not so much which kind of puts uh, employees in yet another vulnerable situation. Look, look, I understand the economy is pretty messed up, okay? So that that ruling on 17 July, in a normal economic environment, which says that uh, we're just going to have 30 days, I mean, what you call it, uh, 90 days notice, and then you have no job, all that other stuff. In a normal environment, that's fine. I think the biggest panic for many people is not so much the ruling, but the fact that there are no jobs. So in other countries, you could get retrenched, but you could get another job by next week or by next month later if, Because you've got the qualifications In this instance, the 9,000 odd people who have lost their jobs in the last 2-3 uh, weeks since the 17th of, Ju- 17th of July Well, what are the options? I think that's just the scary part They just don't have any options And they're just going to walk out into the world and yeah, it's going to be so weird uh, in, in other news, uh, st- sticking with the, w- w- with that, the government will retrench workers. So, you know, the cynical person in me sometimes to think, maybe did the, go- did the government come up with this ruling so that it would be cheaper for them to get rid of workers? According to uh, the Minister of Finance, uh, Patrick Chinamasa, uh, the budget right now is being gobbled by, uh, and as far as uh, salaries are concerned, it's being gobbled. 83% of it is being gobbled by um, salaries. Uh, which is kind of untenable and it was bring it down to 40%, whether that means that they will make more money and then bring it down or, you know, they, they want to manage their wage bill. Let me not sanitize that that, that. that that They want to manage their wage bill and the way to do that is probably going to have to retrench and they want to bring it down to 40%. So that's like 50% of the workforce could be gone. Sad news coming out of the UK. Uh, a nurse by the name of Miriam Yazema was killed by a man by the name of Jos Fatimiteketa, uh, apparently, according to uh, reports from Rochdale. Uh, apparently, uh, he had been dumped. That's the story that's doing the rounds. Not corro- corroborated, but that's what the story is going around. Apparently stabbed her to death and uh, yeah, it was sad. It happened on the 28th of July and he's been charged. Also happening, there was a fire in Glenview 8 uh, in which um, there's a house, a home industries complex that's there where people lost their wares and that sort of thing, which is kind of sad. It seems it's like just one thing after the next. And you know, the home ind- industries are... Uh, Section of the economy, is it's, it's like fundamental right now because it, it, so many people are able to get uh, furnitures that they can't get in, in, in you know in upmarket shops in town or just the basic shops in town, because those home industries are able to put things together and, at a reasonable cost. So pretty sad, and also for those people, and I, I, I'm sitting here, I'm, I will bet my bottom dollar that most of those people are not insured, because uh, the insurance companies in this country don't really have good in, great insurance packages. You know, that's a fact. So many people are uninsured because the the packages that are there are, are predicated on a on a system of, of economics that was there in the 90s, which essentially means that you know hey, those who can't afford can't afford. And then uh, also happening this past week, there'll be no Big Brother Africa this year. Yeah, apparently this is going to take a break. Not sure how much I care about it, but, you know, I know there are people who are fans, I think, that are crying and that sort of thing. Then, finally, in news uh, this week, Lupita Nyong'o is going to uh, act in a play by Danai Gurira. The play is called Eclipsed, which for me is pretty awesome. And and reading newspapers across the world, from the UK and so forth, they keep mentioning uh, Danae Gurira as a Zimbabwean actress, which is pretty awesome. Because, you know, sometimes they'll be just like an American actress and that sort of thing, because, you know, she's based in the US and stuff like that. But, yeah. And uh, I had the pleasure of watching In the Continuum as well as um, The Convert from uh, Danae Gurira. And she's awesome. Pretty excited for her. And um, every time there's something that's happening in Zimbabwe, I'm pretty excited. And other news, Tonga Chiri says in town. So, yeah, Zimbabwe making some moves. Yeah. Okay, so on the other side, I'm going to talk about Cesar the Lion. It's Larry, you're listening to The Criticast, and uh, thank you very much for joining me this week. So now, um, this past week, a uh, lion was, well... It actually happened on 1 July, but the news came out this week that a man from the United States, a dentist by the name of Walter Palmer, came to Zimbabwe and paid uh, these two uh, hunters, one of them Theo Bronkhorst, who's. Uh, who, what is it? He? he comes from um, Bushman's Rock. But yeah, somewhere near, near, on your way to Marindera. Apparently, he paid them $50,000 to hunt a lion. And the lion that got shot happened to be the most famous lion out, out of Zimbabwe, uh, this lion by the name of Cecil. Now, this is uh, kind of international condemnation news And you got people going online and saying This guy must be hung for killing a lion And all that other stuff And and that other stuff No, no, first of all I, I think people have a right to be outraged They have a feeling They have a right to be angry And that sort of thing And, uh, you know, uh, whatever way they need to express themselves Now, at the same time People are la- allowed to not care and I'm one of those people who cares more about the fact that somebody could come in and pay $50,000 uh, to hunt a lion. Uh, and apparently on that farm, uh, there was no license to, to hunt uh, lions. So whether it was uh, an assessor, the lion was going to get killed or whatever it is. But there was no license to hunt lions on that farm. So, so it's worry. It's corruption. That's the thing that I am mostly worried about. I worry less about the lion. Because, you know, when people get eaten, up, eaten by lions, you don't get this huge outrage, like, oh my God, are we, are we getting angry at the government to say, are we, uh, why are they not protecting human beings who are being eaten by lions every other day in Zimbabwe? Now, maybe not literally every day, but there are loads of reports of people getting eaten by lions. And when you even look at reports of people getting eaten by lions, they, it's almost some sort of ridicule. You know, it's written in that stylish H-Metro trash kind of language in which, in which it kind of ridicules the victims, you know. And I just think uh, beyond that, the narrative around this whole thing, is it's turned into such a huge story that they, they, you're like, but how come we don't give this much emphasis to the killing of black people on the streets of America by American cops? Why isn't anyone calling for those people to be hung? Trayvon Martin was shot in the back by walking home and these same people who are co- making huge outcry and saying, oh my God, let's, let's get this, this person who killed a lion, uh, you know, uh, let's get that person killed. Why are they not also in the same vein expressing the same outrage when it comes to black human beings? That's my biggest question. You know what I mean, and, and you know, in, in all fairness, so d- doing a quick survey around uh, around, so not many people knew that there was a lion by the name of Cecil. I mean, look, uh, to be honest, um, I am pre- I, I, I'm concerned, slightly concerned, uh, about, about the fact that we've got one less lion in Zimbabwe. Wildlife is not something that I particularly personally care about, but at the same time, I don't think people should just go around killing these things. Because, you know, we've all gone around killing these things. The kids are never going to see any lions. It's going to be weird. My lions be like dinosaurs, something that, that may or may not have existed at some point, and we just go, go on killing them. But at the same time, I'm just talking about the reaction. It's such a big international reaction over the killing of one lion. And, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, some people call them first world problems. Really, because in Zimbabwe, many people were like, "Okay, look, I just, I, I just got fired the other day. I'm one of those nine thousand people, and you know, you want me to care about a lion? Or try going to to Chivi somewhere or 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 whatever it is, and say that people are mourning a lion? You know, I think people got bigger problems in Zimbabwe, and and that's the thing. You've heard people say, how come Zimbabweans don't care about this lion?'" I, I, I think this. I, yeah, I don't know. But that, that have having been said, you look if you wanna spend your time sobbing and all that other stuff over the death of a line, that's up to you. I'm just like, Yeah, whatever, that's your prerogative. Yeah, you deal with it. Do whatever. <music> Oh, and then welcome to the third and final segment of the critical in which I talk about relationships and that sort of thing And the thing I'm going to talk about this week is uh, dating outside your class Now I was having a chat with the fellas, um, you know, shout out to you guys uh, And this week we were like, oh there's some girls that I just accept in life that it's like she's a level up And I just can't imagine me dating that sort of person Now it could be because of financial reasons or social class so she's married uh, I mean or rather she comes from a certain family, sometimes it's just a family surname uh, sometimes guys feel like this girl is just too hot for me And her expectations in life are very different from mine and Then I, I said, but, you know, I want to think about how you can actually uh, Actually work things out Like, like you know, how, can you actually have a, a, um, a relationship? But first I have to talk about the problems The first problem, of course, is going to be in this relationship Is understanding nuances, like you know, just come from different class uh, systems. There are different ways of doing certain things. So sometimes, you know, a couple could be in a relationship, and one, because they come from a certain class, they're taught to speak their mind. And in others, uh, they're taught to skirt around the issues. Now, a typical Zimbabwean uh, fam- family is where you're not. You're really supposed to get to the point. You skirt around the issue and all that other stuff, and you don't really say what's on your mind. And then the other pe- and with other people, because if uh, you're dating somebody for whom uh, money just fixes everything, so you don't understand. You know, it might make it difficult to do things together because you don't understand how they don't take, take money that seriously because money is important to you. And uh, if, if, you, if you then also have this mindset now, there becomes a power imbalance. And therefore, you know, uh, they, you start thinking one, maybe you're dating a, per, a woman who makes more money than you, and she, she pays for certain things, and you think, oh my god, this is this is horrible, this is just embarrassing. I'm not a man, or whatever it is. And then of course there's the other side, where critical outsiders, no, you know, you know they, they 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 say, oh how how is it that she is dating that guy, you know. I remember watching an episode of Sex and the City. Yes, I'm going to mention that. Remember that episode when Miranda first started dating Steve, and uh, she was a successful lawyer. She's not picking up, picking up the check or splurging for a new suit or whatever, uh, so that you know uh, Steve could fit into a set, her lifestyle. Uh, but she thought she was uh, being kind. Uh, but this guy was getting his, his feelings hurt by by his her generosity. So he thought his manhood was disappearing. So you know. But having said all that, it's not an absolute deal breaker. It's, it's, you, you can't, it, it, you, you, there's certain things that can help relationships to get on equal ground. Because remember, relationships are not about the physical thing. Well, I mean, about the money and so forth. It's about the emotional connection. So uh, Alden has three tips. And this is Alden from yourtango.com says, the first thing, try to stick to dates that both partners can actually afford most of the time. So that way you go there. It's a, you, don't be taking her to my when she'd rather really because she wants to chip in from time to time and she deserves a different type of place. So you know yeah, when well, you take her uptown and she deserves to be to, to be down, she'd rather go downtown. That's a completely different type of situation. So you don't don't do that, you know. Yeah, and also don't talk. Don't be too embarrassed to talk about whatever feelings. So this is the thing I will talk about. It's communication. It's a tough situation and challenges are bound to come up. So talk about them. If something starts being uncomfortable, talk it out because you're trying to get comfortable with each other. And finally, make sure that both people are contributing equally to the relationship, if not financially, then in other ways. So maybe she makes more money than you, but are you that supportive? And, you know, are are you giving those aspects, those intangible aspects of the relationship? You know, are you able to, to 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 do certain things that just um uh, that contribute towards towards a relationship being like you know like proper? Yeah, because the relationship, like I said, is not down to whatever class you come from. It's about the connection between two people. So, are you doing what is necessary for that to happen? And for me, as I always say when I talk about relationship issues, it's always about communication. Be open. Be honest. Talk to each other and try and be the people that want to make each other feel better. Yeah. Even in conflict, make each other feel better. The world is a nasty enough place without you making the other person feel like shit. Okay. So that's it. And if you make the other person feel like shit, apologize very quickly because you're learning each other. This is a process. Learn each other. Sometimes somebody's saying something and they don't think, like I said, uh, in that situation. When Steve complained, Miranda would have had the opportunity to say, sorry, I didn't mean it being that way, but I understand that this is what it means and I will do better. And there must be a concerted effort to do better. And that's that's what you call it. That's the issue right now. And with that, I say thank you very much for joining me on this week's Creditcast. Please take care of yourself and the people that you love. You email me; it's info at larryquidirai On Twitter at quidirai quidirai. has got a Y I at the end. And catch me on ZFM between six thirty and seven on the Movement powered, oh, or rather, on the Switch powered by the Movement with my co-host Kondai Other than that, take care of yourself and the people that you love. And with the final thing I'll say to yourself: the difference between success and desire is being exposed to something. So the more you know, the more you want. So keep learning. The name is Larry. It's been a pleasure. Take care of yourself. If you don't like him, I'm sure your sister will. Hey baby, you wanna go out?